Okay. How are you? I'm delightful. Are you? I am. You, you looked <laughs> doubtful. I'm delightful. Oh, like Delilah? <laughs> Delilah. Oh, okay. We have a guest, my little sister, Laura. Hey. How y'all hey. doing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's doing what I used to do to her. I'm like, yeah. Basically. <laughs> Is this close enough? Anyways. Well, she would do this and I didn't know what she was doing. I'm like, fanning? Did I mm-hmm. part? I didn't part. <laughs> so... We are Tipsy Tales, and we talk about basically the paranormal. Sometimes we're going to throw in a little bit of true crime, and I think today's story has a tiny bit of true crime. There's going to be true crime in here when I murder this fucking fly. Seriously. It's annoying. You're telling me we've been sitting in this office all day long, (laughs) and this same fly... There's yesterday from last night. It was supposed to just fall over, but we it thought didn't. it was dying because it just kept oh. like just landing, like it was like super tired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it should be tired for another fucking second. And we're like, it's gonna die. But today, <laughs> it must have. Uh, it got a boost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, taking some reanimation juice or something. <laughs> oh no, you bastard! You bastard! <laughs> so right, well. this is gonna be our final episode of 2000. 21. Mm-hmm. That's it, folks. We're taking a few weeks off. A little uh, hiatus. Hiatus. There you go. We need it. We were going to actually record an episode. Uh, oh, that was a big gulp. Did you hear it? No, I didn't. <laughs> we were. Did you hear that? And we're drinking hot chocolate. Yeah. With some Kahlua. Hey, guys. We live in Phoenix, Arizona. It's probably like <laughs> 70 degrees outside and we're freezing to death. Well, Carlene's not. I mean, I, I, di- I was outside and had two little sweater things on, though, because it was cold. <laughs> My yeah. house? How is your house not freezing? My house is cold. It was really cold earlier. Oh. And then I turned on, I put a log in the fire. Oh. It was cold. I put socks on. Yeah. I was pretty cold. <laughs> <laughs> it I was cold. Socks. And I was like, I don't want to turn the heater on because no. uh, Carlene's a hot mama. <laughs> and I don't even want the house to start heating up. No. But I did put the log in the fire to kind of take oh. the chill out of the house. Yeah. It helped, I guess. And you had your oven on. So that oh, yeah, that's right. The kitchen. Oh, yeah, that's right. And this room just in general it just gets, gets hot. warmer. Hot. Yeah. We had all the dogs in here, us in here. We body warmed it up. Yeah. We were in here all day today, so. Give me just one second, because. <laughs> What was that? Did you take a bright she breath? Took a, she took a big breath. <laughs> okay, so before we started, I told them to like be quiet for five seconds so I could just get a sound check. We're both holding our breath. Yeah. Literally. So, as we were saying, this is our last one. Yes. For the year. Yeah. It's been quite a year. I mean, I think it's been a good year, though. Compared to 2020. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 2022 is going to be amazing, though. I'm not going to throw it. <laughs> last time i was so frustrated with my phone and i didn't want to sit there and play with it so i just threw it under the desk oh my gosh. she was laughing so hard that was funny should we say why laura's here well um so laura's been working with me mm-hmm. uh so we got to talking and she was telling why well, i was telling laura doesn't listen to podcasts mm-hmm. i just want to put that out there i didn't either <laughs> until we started doing ours no. I just started listening, and now I'm branching out a little more and listening to others, but it's hard because we're so perfect. Yeah. <laughs> At least she knows. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, we got to talking, and she was telling me about her experiences oh. in Baltimore, because she was living in Baltimore for what, like two years? No, it was three. 
Three years? Mm-hmm. Was it three years? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. That's a long time. It was. So she <laughs> she was like, time out. T- why don't you tell us? Like, what you guys were doing, like exploring and. Um, out there, there's like a lot of history, I should say. There's um, a lot of history. Oh, yeah. Out there. There's a lot of haunted places. I only discovered after we started oh. doing research, mm-hmm. and they have like. There's a lot of haunted places. Oh yeah, there's it's all over. Because um, there was a lot of the a lot of war was fought out there. Yeah. So there's well, like a lot of forts that are mm-hmm. supposedly haunted. Well, 1776, mm-hmm. Civil War, right? All that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was part of the first 13 colonies. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it dates way back. Right. Yeah. So me and my friends that I made out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> she made friends. I know, right? <laughs> It's rare. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, we just had a lot of fun, and we went to abandoned places a lot, like, that we shouldn't have been in. But you feel a lot of the energy when you go into them. There's three places that I remember very well with, like us consistently going there um they are hikes in the woods to get there because like they are like way out there and scary it's fun though okay we're gonna have to take (laughs) her on some adventures Uh, and then like she can film yeah for us while we're like having the the fun no 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 you're gonna have fun too (laughs) like fine no no but you get to have all the fun (laughs) but while we're in front of the camera doing stuff you'll film for us yeah that way you can be there too she was we were actually just talking she's like i want to go with you guys yeah yeah i would love that you have no idea because we were talking about the last one we did the pancho villa thing Mm -hmm. um the headless thing because she was here when i was doing the research and stuff Mm -hmm. and i was listening to all that stuff and i was like carly says let's go Road for trip. a day trip yeah <laughs> and she's like i want to go yeah we should have just done that yeah that would have been fun yeah anyway so you went to a lot of places and explored yeah. and then so, got to investigate really amateur like yeah because i i mean out there it's very like different with the graveyards mm-hmm. like the graveyards mm-hmm. are, look like the types that are in movies yeah you know like they have huge hills they have what are they called when you can walk into the actual like a mausoleum yeah like mm-hmm. they have those like they're old 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 um and i just was really fascinated with it so when i was able to finally realize like what places i can go to that have history Uh and also like known for paranormal activity i was super stoked and i definitely wanted to go look around for that yeah which one was the one that you had the experience um that's for howard oh okay so Dang. Not Fort McHenry. No. Uh, but I, McHenry had a lot of activity. A lot. Yeah. But when we I, were researching. Did, I watched one and I think it was Fort Howard mm-hmm. that had I the th- dungeons. Yeah. Oh, no. That, wait. No, because I wasn't getting a lot on that one. It was it's it was to. a different one that the people were actually they're standing talking mm-hmm. and you could see a mist going around each of them. And then one girl say says Something just grabbed my foot. She gets totally spooked out. And I'm like, yeah, there was a mist. And then they're like, did you see the mist? Then they're like, we tried to debunk it. It was not our breath. It wasn't anything. And it wasn't even by anybody. It was like on the, and you could see it. It's like traveling around. I'm like, "Ah, we're going to have to come back to this. Yeah. 
We'll come back to it. Yeah, we will. It's definitely, you can feel everything. So for Howard, um, around Halloween time, they turned the whole area into a haunted, um, like a haunted house. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, and I feel like it. the energies there definitely uh-huh. have to feed off yeah. of that. And I went to it once. And I was just creeped out the whole time because me and my cousins knew, like, this place had some things going on in there, especially because she has a picture of us where there's an apparition behind us. Get out. Yeah, but it's missing now. She went looking for it on Facebook. I went looking for it. I asked her for it. She said she can't find it. Like It's not on Facebook. Yeah. Where it was. Yeah. That's weird. Mm Mm-hmm. That's really weird. I know. I don't know what happened to it, but... You feel a lot in there. Like, there's hallways that, like, there's dungeons. It's literally called the dungeons because it's all underground. There's tunnels and Tunnels, stuff. yes. Yeah. I saw, that's mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. And it's really cool because this is the one that has, like, the walls that are really high, oh, yeah. right? And yeah. then it has, like, the circles where their guns went. Yeah. Yeah, that is so cool. Is and amazing. then it has, like, kind of like, it, it looks like cells mm-hmm. in them. Yeah. Like prison cells or whatever. That's but, where I got yeah. the apparition from. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, cell. that is so cool. Yeah. And then I watched these two girls went down into those tunnels where mm-hmm. they actually had it closed up with mm-hmm. crates, but somebody had broken into it. So these girls were able to move the part that was broken and squeeze into it and then yeah. take a walk down there. And you can tell that they had things going on down there. So that's oh, yeah. probably, is that where they had the Halloween stuff down there or on in the actual cells or? So it's literally throughout. There's only certain places that are blocked off. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't like that in my opinion just because i feel like that's a historical area you yeah. should try to re- preserve, preserve it, it you know mm-hmm. yeah and i just feel like that's just like they shouldn't be doing that but yeah so it's it's an hour like hay ride you get wow you get on a truck to go to a different part of the fort and everything and there's like abandoned buildings oh like houses gosh, and stuff cool. that were burnt down oh wow um, that's so cool supposedly that's where the british walked up the peninsula and entered through there and i think it it said something about killing over 4500 soldiers in that area so that area right there holds a lot of history itself that's crazy yeah i mean i had to at nighttime we went into the hospital the va and we Oh, I saw that one it. too. That one had I, that one had some stuff too. Mm-hmm. They also said that why they were right there is because that's where I think the ships would come. Yeah, and then they would get them before they really even got far onto land. Yep. So it's kind of crazy. Yeah, and where it's located, it's kind of like further away from civilization. Yeah, that. it's like its own little town. It really is. Wow. Because like you have Edgemere right next to it, where I was um, mm. a manager at the grocery store over there Mm. and so i used to go over there all the time and have fun it was kind of isolated yeah but at nighttime we used to hop the fence in Mm -hmm. the people's backyards hopefully i don't get in trouble for this but (laughs) i don't know who you are (laughs) right but we would hop the fence. her name is laura (laughs) she lives that yeah that's all we got why are you calling me out (laughs) 
But um, yeah, we would walk along this really thin brick wall just to get into the VA Mm -hmm. and then walk through the woods and just to be able to go into a place that we're not supposed to go into. Mm -hmm. But the area that we went into, that's where my friends used to say they used to get a lot of activity from. But security guard came, so we couldn't really have that good of a night. (laughs) We had to hurry up and run into the Some of those places will fine you pretty hefty, too. They will stick by their trespassing. Yeah. But we ran back into the woods and they never found us. <laughs> Those woods. <laughs> Those woods cut eyes. We don't really have woods here. Yeah. Not like in the way they have them back east. Yeah. Like, no. I mean, we have, when you go up north, you go to Flagstaff and stuff, but it's not like the same kind of. No, um, I don't think so. Density. You have a ditch and then you have the woods, the ditch <laughs> you go into if you get ran off the road and then. You got woods for miles and miles. Crazy. Yeah. You're the one that got us on. Well, we should explain. This episode is going to be very different from our... Well, yeah. Okay. So first, we were going to have another episode at the end of the year. Right. And that was kind of going to be our shoot the shit one. Yeah. We were just going to, you know, hopefully we're going to get listener stories. And if not, we were just going to kind of just go over the year. But I started really looking at the calendar. I have family coming in next week. And I was like, what is my thinking? Like, if this is the holidays, we shouldn't even be like stressing about this stuff right now. Yeah. And I'm doing all this training with her. And it's just like been a lot. And I'm also babysitting my grandson (laughs) so anyways so i sent her a text the other day and i was like let's just make this our last episode Mm -hmm. so we're gonna kind of do a mixture of everything we we kind of wanted to talk about like and review the year a little well we wanted to hear your experiences and we're gonna go ahead and talk about Edgar Allan Poe yeah and then because you turned us on to that right right and what was the thing you were telling me it was like that house there's a house yeah. it's a house now a museum yeah so. and it looks so cool yeah. inside. it looks his grave is over there and everything yeah. my sister was in love with the idea of the fact I love Edgar Allan Poe that he is over there yeah yeah it's pretty cool I didn't know that until I moved out there mm, I didn't know he really wasn't there that long Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. but I didn't know that it was yeah. kind of like he popped in and then popped out mm-hmm. like, it was but anyway anything about him is interesting i just i don't know i think i had this other fantasy of him because i would always read his stories i was i think when i was doing watching stuff about him i think he was one of me you think so <laughs> yes yeah. like you tuned in uh, i think he did like very sensitive mm-hmm. you think that he um dealt with it by drinking i think he dealt with it by writing weird ass stories well that too but and he was a heavy being drinker. an artist yeah but yeah but also well not knowing what it was i don't know how much you wrote but did you get the part where he um, might have been him and his sister might have been diagnosed with some weird thing that like just having a glass of wine and they would be drunk really yeah I didn't I didn't read that yeah so they but were I, like I did read something about like wine affected him or like drink, drink affected alcohol him. alcohol affected him like he barely drink yeah it's some kind of weird blood or some kind of disorder with their blood or something and it's a hereditary thing mm-hmm. and so they said that he he might I'm pretty sure he had that and so people would think he had a drinking problem yeah, he but he didn't because he didn't take anything to get him drunk after he died I think mm-hmm. he was like people that either were jealous or just didn't like him mm-hmm. because he was a critic he was also very eccentric well but he was a critic oh right and so he 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 was known as the tomahawk Mm -hmm. as a writing critic because he would just like rip them apart Mm. 
So he had people that didn't like him. Oh, yeah. And he one had guy a lot in of particular. politicians that didn't like him. Too. Well, one guy in particular. He wasn't, he was a writer. He was another writer. Mm. Yeah. I didn't realize he had even a connection to politics. I don't think it was the politics. He had a connection. He There's... actually went to the White House and applied for a job. Did he really? I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, you saw something you didn't see. <laughs> That's and cool. they said he was dr- so drunk and he had his cloak on inside out, blah, 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 that the secretary of state or the president's son or whatever, somebody intercepted him and um, was like, no, you're going to have to wait a couple of days and be sober and in your right frame of mind. But it makes sense if he, he didn't know that he got, that's why he would get drunk mm-hmm. if he just had a drink or something well, before his he went. Or... Dad was also a raging alcoholic. His mom was an actress. Mm. So, well, he is probably it his, got some of that. His parents or the his adopt cuz he was orphaned, I mean. Yeah, he was orphaned by well, both his his dad left them. Mm-hmm. When he was two, and his mom died pretty early on. Tuberculosis. Yeah. Which is sad, because that seems like it was a recurring theme in his life. <laughs> so sad. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. And he, and he did have an obsession with death. Yeah. Well, think about the, morbid the most, stuff. all the women that he connected with. They all died so young. Even his grandmother. Tragic. Yeah. His wife. The woman that took him in as her son. Mm-hmm. Yep. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, I suppose we should let you do the story. <laughs> we could talk about it. Or we could just continue talking about it like this. Yeah. (laughs) You want to talk about it? I never realized I absorbed so much until we start talking. And then I'm like, shit, you have that in your story? I should probably shut up. (laughs) Okay. So, of course, he's a poet, editor, literary cricket, um, best known for his poetry and short stories, most especially his tales of mystery and the macabre. How do you say that? Macabre? Macabre? Uh, I macabre? don't... I, I was just waiting for you to say it because I, I was... Mm-mm. Can I try? <laughs> I don't have the computer. Where's the word? I feel like it's macabre. Okay. I always thought it was like macabre. Uh, Alvira, mistress of the dark. <laughs> okay. like macabre. Macabre. <laughs> Macarena. <laughs> hey, Macarena. His most recurring themes deal with the questions of death, including its physical signs, the effects of decomposition, concerns of premature burial. I got this from Wikipedia, folks. Um, The reanimation of the dead and mourning. Many of his works are generally considered part of the dark romanticism genre. A literally... I should read them now that I'm an adult because I read them like as a kid or like early 20s. I have a big fat book in there if you want to buy it. So do I. Oh. That's what I like. I have all the, you know, the all the works. And now I'm like, I should read them now as an adult and see the interpretation of them might be different. I'm sure it would be different. Oh, yeah. We were listening to some of them. We listened to The Raven earlier in uh, Annabelle because that one was actually one of my favorites when I was younger because it just has like a... always like Telltale Heart. I think it was um, Price. Price. What's his name? He always did the scary... Oh, my God. It's Vincent Price. Vincent Price. Yeah. And I remember being in school. (laughs) He did a lot of old scary movies. (laughs) That the, my Your teacher baby. played a, a cassette tape. You... I know what a cassette tape is, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I was so, like, it was so good. Do you know how we had thunking. to rewind those things? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when they would get messed up and you'd have to take a pencil? Yeah. yeah. I remember. <laughs> I still have a bunch. But so uh, I got really into it because they'd have the beating heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah. Creaking steps. 
I think we we listened to the Raven too. Anyway, I actually this morning was funny because when she got here, mm. I was with the baby and waiting for her, and so I put on the Raven mm. with uh, John Cusack, who plays. Oh, you haven't seen that one? I don't think so. He plays Poe. Oh, I'm but of course to... it's like a fictional yeah. retelling of like his final days, ah. and there's like a murder mystery mm. and somebody oh, well, that's basically taking his poems or taking his stories oh. and using those as murders like he's what? using yeah so i mean there is a pretty big mystery behind his like what the fuck happened to him yeah oh yeah we'll get into that because yeah. that is that that's is like crazy the, yeah and it's it crazy. never was solved that's baltimore for you baltimore <laughs> <laughs> say that again baltimore <laughs> I think apparently is going to be gone and we're going to have to be... Baltimore. <laughs> Baltimore. Baltimore. I remember the first time I met her mom and we were like, where are you from? And she's like, I'm from Baltimore. And we're like, where? And she's like, Baltimore, you know. Baltimore. Yeah. And we're like, I don't know where... I don't I've never heard of Baltimore. And when... You go out there and you say Baltimore, they look at you and want to literally throw like cheese at your face. Really? They are like, don't, don't say it like that. That's how you know you're not from here. Oh my God, that's hilarious. (laughs) Baltimore. Yeah, it. Baltimore. I remember my first year I was saying, yeah, I'm new to Baltimore. And they're like, you're not from here. No way. (laughs) (laughs) Really? That's hilarious. (laughs) Yum, yum. Are we already boring you? So boring. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought this was funny. Okay, so I started reading this. Many of his works are generally considered part of the dark romanticism genre, a literally react a literary reaction to okay. transcendentalism, which Poe strongly disliked, referring to followers of the transcendental movement as frogpondians, which was a reference to the pond on the Boston Commons and ridiculed their writings as metaphor run mad. I just think he had his little name for them. Like- That's it. I think he did that with a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who are familiar with some of his famous works, you will recognize The Raven, Annabelle Lee, The Cast of Amontillado. That's how I would say it, but it, <laughs> Amontillado, maybe. The Telltale Heart, yeah. uh, The Fall of the House of Usher, The Pit and the Pendulum. Mm-hmm. Just to name a few. All right. So the as the pendulum is like a lot of people's favorite. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the Telltale Heart? What was the one where like somebody's buried in the wall? I think that's Telltale. Heart. Is that it? I okay, it is. Because the heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. So that they, would keep him up at night. Were they? I don't remember what I watched it on, but it was like a recreation of the stories, but it was like actors doing mm. it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Well, anyways, do you? Yeah. Very I remember suspenseful. watching it in school. Did actually, you? Yeah. Yeah, and I just remember just like he's slowly going mad. Yeah. 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 And the From wife the, is sick. It's almost like it's just like the ticking of a clock. Right. And it's driving you crazy with the drip of a faucet. Yeah. Yeah. So I just remember uh-huh. like, wow, you could almost picture like devolving into madness. Yeah. Like it almost felt like a framework of yeah. like that would. And when somebody says somebody's going mad, that's what I think of. Well, like that slow he, descent do, into madness. They say that he it was like some of his journals. There's a little there's a little bit of him in all those stories. Well, so. Of course, I think that's every writer. Well, it's like there's yeah. you're putting yourself into everything. He, yeah. But the way they describe it with him there's a lot of him really you're like it's it's less fiction than yeah that's basically <laughs> what i'm saying is yeah he puts a lot of it's it's literally like he's journaling his self think in disguise yeah or metaphorically yeah, yeah. Like or a, even like not so the metaphorically. beating of the heart yeah would be 
the like laying there and listening to the tick 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 of a clock to the point where it drives you crazy right and then your mind starts going to all these other weird places obviously we've been there (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't know what i'm talking about um just kidding anxiety yeah anxiety in the middle of the night yeah it's always out of nowhere where you just want to like Feel like you have to run around the block. Oh my god! Yes, that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It's something you can't solve in that moment, Mm-mm. but your brain won't leave you alone. Mm-hmm. I used to have to get up and like make myself like a pot of tea. Um, Montania, yeah. Oh. I'm a Montania. Yeah. Why? Why can't <laughs> words are hard? Aneurysms. <laughs> aneurysm. Little brain aneurysm. So for now, I know it's spirit that does that to me. Yeah, not so me. It's not my brain is broken. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like you mentioned, he was he he was wasn't raised in Baltimore. 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 <laughs> we're gonna start. We're Baltimore. gonna say Baltimore. <laughs> like Voldemort. I know. I was Baltimore. gonna say yeah. Voldemort. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he was born in Boston, Massachusetts. He was the second child of David and Eliza Poe. Dad was a major drunk. Mom was an actress. I just thought it was interesting that says dad was a major drunk. Was that his occupation? Because it yeah. gives her a, as an actress. So that's, that's weird. Um, less than two years old, his father Ben. Okay, we already talked about. So then, you know, after his mom passes away of tuberculosis, he's fostered by uh, this tobacco merchant, David Allen, where he gets the Allen. So Edgar yeah, I Allen think Pop. they were like friends or something of his parents, or he was like an honorary godfather of his or something. Yeah, That's how he ended up. And then his wife, uh, Frances. And and that was in Virginia. And mm-hmm. he, uh, what's his name? John? David. Oh, David was a complete douchebag, actually. I don't know. He turned, yeah, he was. He actually, um, well, he turns into one anyway, where she, that was her baby. Like yeah. she took care of him. They had a really good relationship. She nurtured him. She encouraged his writing. She yeah. encouraged his, the more, not, I don't want to say eccentric, the more artistic side of him. Yeah. And David, he was a smart guy. And he, when she, when she was dying, um, David would have women at the house. Oh. And Edgar Allan Poe was like, he really respected women. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's fucked up. Like women deserve better. They don't deserve to just be brought into another woman's house and your woman's dying and you're flaunting these women all over and fuck them and leave them, fuck them and leave them. Like there's no respect. And he verbalized his opinion. Mm -hmm. And then David was like, yeah, fuck this. So I'm sending you to Virginia. And you're going to go to school. And then, well, you go because I'll, I'll add more later if you don't. Because it's, it's fucked up. This guy turns into such a douchebag. Right. Well, yeah, they did definitely had a strained relationship. Yeah. Um, he did go out to the University of Virginia. And after one year, he drops out. The Do way, you know like, the way I was putting together some of these, it almost felt like he had that affluenza a little bit. Like, oh, I could they, just do whatever. Like, he, well, no. So David paid for his school, but did not give him a dime for clothes, food, anything, right. nothing to take care of them. Back in those days, you kind of needed that when you went to school. You, mm-hmm. It wasn't like it is now where you can get a part-time job or right. whatever. So he had nothing. He was to the point where he was like cutting up his own furniture to provide heat for himself. Mm-hmm. So he started gambling to make some money. And he ended up getting $2,000 in debt and went to David and was like, man, can you help me out? Because you're rich. Right. And David was like fuck off i'm not helping you kiss my ass and so he he had to go and figure it out and he ended up because back then they had 
debtor's jail. Right. So he's like, I got to run now. And then he, under an assumed name, do you have this? Uh, Where he ends up in the military? Yeah. Under Mm -hmm. an assumed name? Yeah. It was uh, Edgar A. Perry at age 22. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, he was actually 18. He lied and said he was 22 to get into the military. He did that so that he didn't end up in debtor's jail. And then that, I don't... Well, he actually... And the interesting thing is that he, like, for such a young age, he kind of, like, went up in rank really fast. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't write the rank, but he kind of, like, moved up pretty quick Mm -hmm. in the military. Good for him. And then when he gets out, okay, and this is, at this time, this is when his love of writing really begins to get going. And he um, starts an anonymous collection, Tamerlane, and other poems in 1827. And then he has a short stint after he leaves the military. He ends up with a short stint at West Point. Oh, I didn't know that. But the way I'm reading it and the most of this articles that I read, it, mm-hmm. it did say that he managed to fuck that up as well. Mm. Um, getting on purpose, he got court-martialed because at this point he was like, I really just want to write. I just want to be a writer. Like yeah. this is this. I want to go into the creative side of I don't want to do this. Well, he has a very tender heart. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, people would he's very intelligent and he has a very sensitive heart, which that's why I'm like, mm. And he knows things. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. He's a sensitive. And so his, um, and I think he would, I kind of feel like he would get bullied. I mean. But I feel like he was popular at the same time. So I don't know. I heard different things. Yeah. But but he definitely had um, a special connection with women, certain women. Right. And then something would happen and he'd go into really deep depression. So that mm. kind of fucked with him too. Yeah. He definitely suffered from depression. That mm. was, that was obvious. So then there was. Right before West Point, he lived in Baltimore with his aunt, Maria Polk Clem, mm-hmm. and his cousin, Virginia, and I think his grandmother as well, um, and his brother. But his cousin, Virginia, she was seven at the time when he first meets her. Mm. And that's important. Mm. <laughs> and then after West Point... Is something gross going to happen? Well, okay. Not really. I don't know that it's gross. I don't... Okay. I don't well, it's kind of... I, like, I don't know. Okay. After West Point, he lives in New York for t- after taking a stab at his writing career but he didn't really publish anything of note while he's in new york and then he returns to baltimore in 1833 to live with his aunt and grandmother elizabeth poe in the house that is now the one that you mentioned the edgar Allan poe house and museum which is definitely has some haunted stuff going on mm-hmm. and then at this time virginia is 13 mm. okay so obviously she's a woman yeah well i mean back then they were <laughs> that's how they treated them oh yeah yeah, you know, if you're a 15 year old, they started getting, Yeah, they already started to get you married off. I yeah. just want to kill that thing. So I know. Bad. I know. It's like the telltale heart. <laughs> <laughs> if that is the. The fly is don't, slowly don't, driving don't, you don't. mad. Elizabeth, the grandmother, she ends up dying in 1835. Wait, did we talk about the fact that. Oh, you already talked about that. His foster mother passed away. You t- well, she, yeah, she eventually passed And that was tur- of tuberculosis. Yeah. yeah. So mom tuberculosis, mm-hmm. foster mom tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they never really actually adopted him. Oh, no? No. Oh. They didn't. They never made it like official. He was, oh, wow. So his grandmother Elizabeth dies in 19, 1835, making their financial situation even worse. And it's believed that his grandmother uh, still haunts the small Baltimore Baltimore. Oh, they house do to say, this day. Because people have tried to get Edgar Allan Poe, like 
um, EVPs that they get a woman. A woman, yeah, yeah so. definitely her. It's not him that haunts no. the home. Some pe- although, like I did but get some stuff that where people said it was Edgar. people have seen him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. just not in that home. I've read some stuff too on that on that one on where he would be at by his grave. Or, um, no. So actually, I was reading that he walks Fell's Point. Hmm. Um, it's like a bar area, hmm. and he walks up and down there and people were saying there's a specific bar that he the horse you rode rode in on Mm -hmm. which is they think they say is the last bar that he left before he disappeared I did hear that but they do have somebody supposedly there's an apparition of him at a grave and I watched it probably a dozen times I see I don't see anything you know how they'll be like it's right there I saw nothing Nothing. I see shadows from the environment but I do not see a face or anything mm-hmm. they also do another one where they're driving and and then the road they're like there's his nose there's his, i'm like first of all Why he's not going to show up in the road yeah i'm like he's Why not going to show up in the road and that is not his nose there's nothing about him then they'll like replay it and they'll be like do you see it right there circle circle i'm like there's nothing there <laughs> no matter how hard you try to look it's kind of like when they get an evp and it's like shh and they'll say did you hear it it said i love you and i know where you are like <laughs> No, it, it just was. I, that's very was specific. Just, it was oh my just. Goodness. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> or when they hear their uh, ghost box go off, and it's and it's really just a bunch of, and they'll be like, oh, they there was that one. She's by her mother's grave. I'm like. <laughs> You people just make up what you want. That's funny. Okay. Sorry. I can go on all day. <laughs> His grandmother. Oh, oh, no. So, no, we already passed her. Oh, the 13 year old cousin. Oh, the Virginia. Cousin so, Poe falls in love with her uh-huh. and he marries her. He uh-huh. gets permission. I get. I guess they have to get a license. He gets a license thing. So, that's in 1835. So, weird. She's 13. I mean, are but they that- first cousins, second cousins? First cousins. Oh, uh, well, yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, that's weird. But I'm starting to wonder if it was like, I don't know, to keep her from being impoverished because there are, there's like conflicting reports. Some reports are like they were like brother and sister. It was like that kind of a relationship. Not, not that kind of, not like a Targaryen and Game of Thrones kind of brother and sister relationship. It was, um, you guys are both looking at me like. But they didn't live together very long because he was living at that other house. Huh? He was living with those other people. They didn't live together that long, did they? They were together 11 years before she died no when they got married though i mean because okay supposedly he only lived in that house for a year yeah oh i know and so when they before they got married how long did they actually know each other i don't know because he met her before that so the, oh, obviously oh. there's probably correspondence oh. like family correspondence okay. and stuff but anyways just trying to justify i just feel like <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm reading into this, but I feel like it, if that's true, that they just had like this platonic relationship mm. and he swears that they never consummated. I believe him because everything says how much he respected women. Right. I just don't. I think if anything, it was to keep make sure that the money didn't go. Maybe. He well, was there wasn't any money. <laughs> gay. Oh. Huh? Maybe he was. No, gay. he was no, definitely he not gay. Definitely falls in love with. He, a woman. he actually had a somebody that he had got engaged to. I think. I think it was before West Point, and then that fell through because the uncle just kind of was like, "No, you're not married." He then made- there was a mom. He got he got engaged with like somebody he was truly in love with, and the mom said because she, she said, "Sign these papers because you're not going to get our money." 
Mm-hmm. And he was like, fuck that. I'm not doing that. And then she kept insisting, insisting. And he was like, I'm not doing it. So I guess I'm not getting married. Yeah. So he had to let that one go. And that Aww. broke his heart. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he definitely dug women. Yeah. No, because there's several women. Yeah. There's several women. Even yeah. when during the time that he was, because we were listening to something. There was oh. a, actually another, I don't know if she was a writer or a poet or whatever. There was actually like kind oh. of like a love triangle yeah. going on. But his Virginia seemed like she liked her. She liked mm. this lady. So you just have to wonder like there was this. Like maybe there was just an understanding. An understanding. Mm-hmm. An understanding going on. Yeah. And then Virginia comes down with the consumption, tuberculosis, and she dies 11 years into their marriage. Yes. And he was devastated. Like, he was never the same after that, mm-hmm. after her death. No. They also said, like, um, so the first woman, oh, <laughs> a, gun, a gunshot? Yeah, it's kind of yeah. sound like that. It did, it? right? Um, his, they said he would end up crying at like a lot of women's graves, like for spending a lot of time. So like this woman, his cousin wife would die and he would spend weeks mourning cousin, cousin wife. His wife, cousin. Yeah. His and cousin he would, wife. He would just be It like, was an Alabama marriage. Crying Sorry. at her grave. <laughs> Or like when his aunt or whatever she was, who he lived with and whatever, when she died, he cried at her grave and he just was like so sensitive. He deeply. Well, and a lot of his writings, they think were influenced by his relationships with these women, especially the death. Yeah. The relationship to death with all of them. Right. And it's just weird that most of them died from tuberculosis. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess for the times, but it's just strange. They end at pretty relatively young ages. So, okay, I'm going to read this like a little tongue in cheek because this is like what I put. Okay. I have to deal with that situation. (laughs) She's coming in. Oh, mama. Okay, don't then. She always is right here. I know. She's being a weirdo tonight. There must be going... So- it yeah. could be fireworks because oh, she gets like be. this. Because she gets like this. She There's fireworks constantly in my neighborhood, too. Is she nervous? She's not shaking. Okay. Okay. Where were we? Did I talk about how he was, like, devastated? Yeah. Oh, and then... Okay, so, like I was saying, because the places, the different places where I got this information, mm. basically, the gist of everything was his drinking took front and center in his life again after his mm. wife dies. But then, like you were saying, I did read some accounts where people that knew him closely were like, he didn't... He wasn't that much of a drinker, mm. and it could have been that other situation. So yeah. now that you've said that, like, it just makes me rethink this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so he ends up recovering kindling a relationship with his first love Elmira 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 Elvira Elvira Elmira Elmira Royster Shelton oh that's as country as you get yeah that's as southern as you get and they get engaged in fact I think she's the one that they portray in the Raven yeah which by the way I did not I never in a million years would give Edgar Allan Poe a southern accent no no I I actually didn't even think of him being from the south no but he wasn't oh well Virginia he did consider himself a but that's not is, is that's it? not really. No. Oh. I mean that's the East. Well, I mean they talk they had an accent. Did they? In West Virginia they definitely talk like yeah. this. Like, really? They do talk and, like and that. they they considered him to be a southern gentleman. <laughs> yes, that yeah. Oh. That's what they say a lot. In Virginia too. He was raised a real good southern gentleman. Interesting. 
I would never, ever think of him as being Southern. Yeah, I didn't either. I think I, of Baltimore, New York, Boston. Like Right. I would think of him to have more of a, that kind of an accent. More, uh, yeah. Hard. Like, I would expect him to say, car, car. Car? <laughs> okay, bring the horse over here. I don't know how they, <laughs> I don't know. The what? No, bring the horse over the here. The horse? We're going to need some horses over here. Go get me the khakis. Or to have some kind of a British accent from like way back then. You know how. Or more genteel, like very sophisticated. Yeah, like still have some of that British twang to it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but this is way after the Brits. They still, they still, look, movie stars were still talking like that. Darling. Well, they were trained to talk like that. Did you know that? Because it was more of a thing. Yeah. But, But people, a lot of people in like Virginia and places like that they thought it was a it was a sign of sophistication to have that I didn't I did not know that okay Okay, so he ends up rekindling this relationship with his lost love, Elmira. And they say she was like actually his first love and his last love. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know the name of that one. He gets his drinking under control Mm -hmm. and his life starts to take a positive turn. And then he suddenly disappears for nearly a week. Mm. Unfortunately, he was found delirious on the streets of Baltimore. And I can't just not. (laughs) I am Baltimore. That he had disappeared? Yeah, all Jeepers. week. He was gone a week, which led to all these theories that we'll talk about. Um, so he was found delirious on the streets of Baltimore in great distress and in need of immediate. This is this is what gets me immediate assistance on October 3rd, 1849. Mm-hmm. Poe was first found by a man named Joseph Walker, who recognized the famed author, deduced that he shouldn't be dressed in someone else's threadbare, ill-fitting clothing. That was soiled. That was soiled because Poe was, uh, you know, known for his dapper mm-hmm. his dapperness right he was a very well-dressed man and always well suited mm-hmm. um so he found him convulsing in the gutter and he offers to help walker asked poe if he knew anyone nearby and he, that he could contact and poe mentioned an editor named joseph snodgrass mm-hmm. walker wrote snodgrass a letter urging mm-hmm. his assistance it reads as follows this is what this is what blows my mind because it says he was in need of immediate assistance but he Assist- writes a letter but he writes a mm-hmm. letter Dear sir, this is a gentleman, rather the worse for wear, at Ryan's fourth ward polls, who goes under the cognomen of Edgar A. Poe, and who appears in great distress, and he says he is acquainted with you. He is in need of immediate assistance. <laughs> Yours in haste. Oh my gosh. We're like, that just, we're like 911. <laughs> I mean, unless he wrote that and then had like a Somebody courier. delivered to him right away. Yeah. Joss W. Walker. Um, from there, Poe was taken to Washington College Hospital, at which point things got murky, both for the patient and the history books. Poe was kept alone in a windowless room with only one attendant physician, Dr. John Moran, to watch over him through what would be his final days. The week that he spent missing, the hysterical and haggard condition in which he was found, and the unreliability of the witness to his final moments and keepers of his legacy all contribute to over a century and a half of a of speculation and uncertainty. So then he do- he does go on to die on October 7th, supposedly after uttering the last word. This is so sad. Lord, help my poor soul. Mm-hmm. Theories about Poe's death cropping up almost immediately after it was announced. Um, some of them were like, Poe was listed as, this- oh, okay, this is as far as the medical records. There's like not really any medical records, but what they do have listed him as a sus- succumb. 
I can't even read. I'm like, listed as succumbing to phrenitis or congestion of the brain, a polite term often used for alcohol or drug overdoses at the time. There's a much speculation surrounding his untimely death. Some saying he died of rabies. That was a weird one to me. They did say he died of rabies. Yeah. And others thought um, the political motives. Right. So coping was a form of electoral, electoral fraud in the United States cited in relation to the death of Edgar Allan Poe in October 1849, by which citizens were kidnapped off the street, forced to vote, often several times over. After they got them drunk. For an election <laughs> candidate. So there was an election happening. Yes. There was a polling place where he was found. Um, they often would get them, give them alcohol after they voted as a celebration. Yeah. But so it there didn't was, take much to get him drunk, yeah, apparently. Gangs were known to go to extreme lengths to ensure success of their candidates. Some gangs were known to kidnap people and hold them in a room called the coop. Mm. These people were then forced to go out, and it, this was this happened a lot in Baltimore. Baltimore, Baltimore. Baltimore. <laughs> I can't. Baltimore. 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 <laughs> um, it's like Baltimore. They were brought back to the coop and t- <laughs> Baltimore. Baltimore. They would be brought back to the coop and told to swap clothes mm. to alter their appearance so they could vote again. The mm. victims were forced to drink liquor and beaten it, beaten to ensure they would be incoherent and compliant. That sounds oh just gosh. like what happened to him, though. Yeah. 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 I mean, to me, it's like there's no other thing. Uh, the last piece of evidence that points towards Poe being a victim of cooping is the location where he was found by Joseph Walker. He was lying in a ditch outside of a Gunner's Hall, of Gunner's Hall, the polling place for, ba- okay, so I said that, basically, Baltimore's fourth ward. When the polls closed, his kidnappers would have turned him and the other victims loose, and Poe would have been in no state to make it very far. He was drunk, beaten, and weak. He, this is a theory. He would have stumbled away before passing out in a ditch right outside the pub, where he would be found and rushed to the hospital. Then there's another theory that it was just a bad case of the flu that turned into pneumonia. No, I don't don't buy that. Well, listen to this. So his last night in town, before he disappeared for five days, he was very sick. Yeah, they did say he looked looked grayish. Well, he actually did go to a doctor. Oh. Um, His soon-to-be wife noted that he had a weak pulse, a fever, and she didn't think he should take the journey to Philadelphia. The curator of the Poe Museum in Richmond, Chris Sempter, told Smithsonian Magazine he visited a doctor and the doctor also told him not to travel, that he was too sick. Mm. Oh, wait. I think I do remember hearing he went to the doctor. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, it could be that as well. And who who knows? They did mention something about the brain and I didn't catch all of it. I wasn't paying that close of attention, but they were saying something about another disease that makes the brain do that. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. makes it harden like that mm-hmm. which i think they were trying to combine like whatever disease he had with the alcohol thing mm-hmm. that would make his brain do that hardening thing mm-hmm. so and it made sense but i wasn't i wasn't paying that was it sitting attention. on your microphone right now i think it was taunting you oh, i just flew right off of your microphone it's because okay. it didn't see this yeah oh <gasps> what a wiener let's talk about the hauntings Ooh. We're being haunted by a fly right now. It's literally driving. It just needs to land. It's running circles around us. It's like it's landing on things that I I can't hit. Oh, good job. Did I get him? You definitely knocked the shit out of him. I don't know where he went, but I definitely watched it. 
contact. No, I think he like <laughs> knocked him into next week though. So oh, you might you might have got him. I think you got him. Let's hope so. All right. So we kind of talked about the haunting. So the the house, mm-hmm. the Baltimore Edgar Allan Poe house, Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore. <laughs> It houses the unknown ghost that many speculate to be the grandmother, Elizabeth Poe, who died during this stay there. Um, besides the heavy energy felt in the home, many have claimed to see an older portly woman throughout the house. She isn't malevolent. However, another presence that haunts the house causes some issues. Huh. A woman was charging, changing her clothes in one room. Suddenly, a window popped out of its frame and crashed on the floor. Ooh. Other reports tell of mysterious tapping on the shoulders, muttering voices, lights moving moving from room to room when no one is in them and windows and doors slamming shut. And some people report seeing Poe himself, which may be the case as he drifts from place to place throughout the areas that his life and death played out. Yeah. Which I did hear people mention things about the temperature change and getting EV. I watched one. Did you watch that one where they did the EVP? I like, watched a few. It was all amateur, like yeah. super. They did some very EVP. short sessions yeah yeah i did, did that there's lots of people that do ghost box sessions but it's not in that house the, mm-hmm. these people actually were in the house mm-hmm. and they were getting stuff but not it, i think it was all about was the it woman. ghost investigators or something like that i don't know it's like four there were some guys and a girl yeah i think i might have saw it but i think we were listening to it like the first day because we kept on trying to find stuff and mm-hmm. i was like it's just uh, the same stuff man. over and yeah. over yeah yeah over over <laughs> i was like yeah. okay i read that yeah <laughs> i was I like that. i don't know if we're gonna be able to make a story out of yeah. this because we were talking about the house at first so i was like mm-hmm. i wanted to like hone in on the house and mm-hmm. i was like mm-hmm. i don't know if this is gonna work yeah but yeah because it's fun to, to see even amateurs that aren't making shit up that get some things because then we can say we saw that right yeah and it didn't look fake I mean it looked like they actually got something but whatever um the next place in Baltimore is the horse you came in on saloon that we were talking about Mm. uh that's the one spirits are plenty ranging from Edgar Allan Poe to some who may have resided over the 246 this is actually they think they were saying that this is one of the oldest saloons in America 246 years old wow the saloon has stood. The haunted history behind the establishment is as mysterious as the death of Poe himself. Obviously mm-hmm. copy and paste, sorry. Known for being <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe's favorite watering hole, as well as his last stop before his death, it's no wonder why he tends to hang out in the afterlife. And many people claim to see Poe walking down the street towards the horse at night. Ooh. Did that come off of Wikipedia? Wikipedia? No, actually, that came off of like a site because I read this. Oh, thing. yeah, it's like something what, haunts. The saloon? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know I should have wrote it down. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It is known that Poe's favorite drink was cognac, and for years a glass would be left out on the bar for him. Oh. That staff report would empty sometimes throughout the night. Ooh. Which I'm just like, yeah, somebody was walking by and getting free drink. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would. Uh, oh, the ghost did it. Yep, it was the go- <laughs> Look, it's gone. No. <laughs> I wonder What's who that? did that. There's yeah. a fly. Get that fly. <laughs> Looky there. Oh, my gosh. And don't dare to question the validities of Poe's haunting. It is said he will pull your bar stool out from under you. Mm. He is also known to throw a bar glass to the floor, perhaps mm. because the saloon is no longer serving cognac, his mm. favorite spirit. They don't serve cognac anymore. What? Which is weird because that's 
No, own? not there. Yeah, yeah, why wouldn't they serve that? Even um, just as a novelty, or make drinks that have, have that it. In it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's weird. It's also a common occurrence for the chandelier to suddenly start swinging back and forth and lights that turn off and on for no reason. Many staff members refuse to be alone in the building, let alone at night when most activity happens. And then there's the Edgar Allan Poe. This is not in Baltimore. The Edgar Allan Poe Museum in Richmond. Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some believe that Poe visits the museum in his afterlife, perhaps for the familiarity of the objects within. Aside from Poe's alleged ghost, the house is said to be haunted by two other ghosts, the two blonde children, possibly from the original owners of the house, the Edge family or the Egg family. I have no idea. Uh, the Poe is seen as a dark... The Poe. <laughs> Poe is seen... Poe. Poe. Oh. Poe. Oh, Poe. <laughs> My doggy's baby daddy. The Poe is seen as a dark shadow that moves about the house. The children simply show up in photographs taken by tourists. Oh. So that that's pretty much what I found. Did you, did you find anything else about um, him haunting? Besides um, the... What were you saying? Like he walks the... Well, oh, Fell's yeah. Point. Oh, Fell's oh. Point. So the saloon is in Fells Point. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Fells Point out. is known for like a strip of bars. Like people go there every week to bar hop. Yeah, to bar hop. Yeah. So I mean, they could be just drunk, seeing <laughs> stuff after talking about Edgar Allan Poe. You or, know, or <laughs> he's there. <laughs> I mean, if he was found in a ditch. Not far from there. Yeah. So, I mean... You... I mean, he could just be fucking with people. Having oh, a good old time. Yeah. It could be that. Or and his grave. He was, he's been seen oh, yeah, by yeah, his, yeah, yeah, his yeah. actual grave site. So... But the last amount of stuff is pretty much the same amount of stuff that I found on him. Oh, yeah. So it seems like he's, like, there's several places that he kind of hangs out at or pops in. What do you say? He just pops in to say hi. If yeah. you're thinking about him, if you're talking about him. You know. He's not... Living there. No. 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 <laughs> that that was good. That was it. That actually was more than I thought. We always do that. Mm-hmm. That's good. Maryland all over has a lot of history. And it's hard to really get information on it unless you live out there. I'm not going to lie. I think that's the same everywhere because there's definitely places out here that people know that are haunted mm-hmm. and then you go to try to look up stuff online and you really can't find anything. Mm-hmm. So right. I think it's just like because it hasn't you haven't had somebody like ghost hunters go out there and like mm-hmm. make it famous yet. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then everybody follows. Mm-hmm. But you would think something like Edgar Allan Poe like people would have there would be more stuff out there. You would think. But maybe it's less haunted as people say. Yeah. I mean, it could be that as well. Oh, maybe Zach hasn't tainted it yet with his demons. <laughs> demons. Oh, no. There's demons. Oh, no. <laughs> Have you watched Ghost Hunters Yeah. Before? Oh, my gosh. So I just downloaded Discovery Channel, so now I can see some of these. Discovery Plus? Yeah. Did you really? Yeah, because it's free. Oh. <laughs> Is it? it? Well, for me, because it comes with my phone. Oh. So I'm like, oh, I finally figured it out. Now I can put it on here. And so I was watching the cameraman that worked for, worked with Zach, Mm -hmm. has his own show. Yep. (laughs) I I did not know that. And then they go to like places and get scared, I guess. Him and his sister (laughs) and their lifelong friend. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to watch that and see. What's it called? He gets 
Let's see. He gets just as dramatic as Zach, though. Oh, you can well, see he had it. a good teacher. And I wonder if Zach <laughs> had a good drama that teacher. Show, if he didn't like just venture out, but if he's like under the umbrella, mm-hmm. yeah, making probably. Some money. Oh yeah, I definitely right. wouldn't doubt it. I can't believe that Christmas is literally just a few days away. Yeah, it's kind of weird. This month it, went by really fast. Yeah. Destination fear. Destination. Fear. I think I've heard of that one before. This week went by yeah. fast, but. It was, yeah. Oh my gosh. My house is like a complete mess and we're going to be having company and I'm just like feeling the pressure. I'm not having company, but my house is a complete mess and I hate it. (laughs) I have circle tomorrow and it's a complete hoarding mess. Ditto. I have cats that I don't want. I have a bitch cat. I love her, but she is a bitch hoarding bitch cat. (laughs) Hoarding, I say, because in my bedroom, I have to have hoarding, even on my dressing table, I have shit all along because she jumps on top of it and knocks everything down. So now I have shit lined up all along my dressing table. So she doesn't even try. All along my walls, so she doesn't pee all over the place. Oh my goodness. I bought a second litter box. That seems to have helped the pee problem. Cats, Cats are very weird animals they're bitches not all of them <laughs> oh i love don't, her don't talk about her cats <laughs> listen speak about your own <laughs> dogs are forever grateful they're your best friend they owe you their life that's how they behave yeah cats are uh lick lick you know you're just a guest in this house i'm, I'm a higher being here. You need to hang out with Binks. That's what you need. You need my cat. <laughs> but she took in uh, three kittens recently and Aww. basically nursed them back to health. Aww. But she can't have three kittens because she's oh. already got two cats. She's decided mm. she's going to keep one. But if anybody needs a kitten, Arizona. In Arizona. In Arizona. In Arizona. I will take it to you. They're they're white. Yeah, they're white, pure oh, white. Oh my god! With gosh. one blue eye and one Stop green eye. Stop it! Yeah, one of them I found a home for, but the other one I can't find a home for, and I'm kind mm-hmm. of worried about it. Tell tell her the names. Oh, so the one that has a home that's on the 26, Freddie Mercury. Oh. <laughs> Because <laughs> he has an overbite. Oh my god, that's hilarious. And then um, the other one mm-hmm. is antisocial. Oh, <laughs> literally, it's antisocial. Aww. Get off the counter. That's yes. sweet. And then my cat's antisocial. <laughs> that's such a sweet name. <laughs> that's Thank hilarious. You. I love it. And then I have Pringles. And then Pringles. Yeah, that's I like Pringles. Cat. That's a cute name. She's my first kitty cat. Meow, meow. Mm. So, and then I have Binks. I manifested. Him. I like Binks. Yeah. She said she manifested him. I did. Oh. I manifested him 100% oh. all around. He's everything you wanted in the cat. Yeah. And mm. I literally said it, spoke it into existence one night. Next morning, I found him and I was. Aww. He was my baby ever since. I nursed him into health and every, not health. He was literally so small. I had to bottle feed him. Aww. Yeah. That's my baby. Shadow's my baby, but she's a bitch. You know? <laughs> I'll be sad when she dies, but I'm ready for Athena to move in. Yeah. <laughs> if I was she's going to let her. me have her. I was telling her. She may not let me have her. They'll be like, too late, Carlene. Well, you it's funny to long. me because she's like, I would take you in a minute if I didn't have all these cats. <laughs> I know. And my brother comes over the other day and he's like, one of these days I'm going to take you home with me. Everybody's 
always like yeah. always with Athena. Yeah. Like I'm going to take you home with me. Yeah. It, and I'm like, everybody's always offering, but nobody takes her anywhere. <laughs> I, I, I am about, I, there's been times that I'm like, I'm not even waiting anymore. Yeah. But I feel so bad when I go to sleep at night. Who do I leave? Shadow, who's old, 18, elderly, senile. Do I leave her to sleep by herself or do I leave Athena to sleep by herself? Yeah, I feel like Athena's really needy. Like she mm-hmm. has, she has to then sleep. Then I'd have to somebody. take mom, the mom too. I'll have to take them both. Oh, she won't short. <laughs> <laughs> She's okay. <hungry. laughs> No. No, I love Athena, but I'm can't sorry. do it anymore. I'm sorry. Every day I come home and there's like toilet paper on the floor, and I'm like, isn't that a dog's job? Mm, like, that's kind of cute. No. She's like, it is not. <laughs> Although, you know. She's kind of OCD, so trust oh. me, her walking into a toilet paper all over her <laughs> house is probably like. <laughs> I know. I you'll hear me. You should see my apartment. Don't say I'm OCD. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. Every time Anna comes over, though, Shadow shits on the floor. Oh my! She oh, shits yeah. all over my room. It's a the last two it's times. Female thing. No, she doesn't even know Anna's there. No, it's a female cat thing. But. How would you, I think it's, well, it's usually, she because she can't shit on a regular, she's like me. Yeah. So, I'll be like, <laughs> Anna, don't hold help. on, Shadow's doing this, let me go check on her. I go in there, it's been the two times Anna's come over, and both times I've had to clean up shit. Oh, wow. I'm like, Anna, I think it's you. <laughs> but I, I have talked to Spirit and told them, like, any day, please, because our eyes are all tweaked. <laughs> 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 I love to hear I'm it. I'm pretty sure she has a brain tumor. Oh, my poor She's girl. just like... <laughs> what people don't get to see is the fact that she crossed, crossed her eyes while she was doing that. Right? <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, we were going to talk about some of our better moments of this year, but I like honestly can't think of one. But I did want to say that our all time. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like off the top of the way around. No. So. Uh, I've been I on just, for a long time, though. I, that's what I mean. I didn't expect for that story to take so long. I know. I and know. It did. We're at 128. So it's yeah. not too bad. No, I figured we were going to. I thought we were going to need filler. So I'm like. Yeah, we'll just shoot the shit. Right. But we don't need filler because we did a story. <laughs> On Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, thanks to you. Yes. Thank you, Thank you Laura, Thanks for that idea. We definitely went down a rabbit hole with that one because yeah. I was like, first it was like Edgar Allan Poe, then we were looking at Fort Howard. All and the yeah. forts. Uh, all the forts, and then there was like some ship that's like off the, yeah. in the harbor. In a harbor, yeah. I used to go down there all the time, too. I do think that we could come back to some of the haunted places, like when we have more time to like really research some of the other places. Yeah. yeah. I think we should do that. I feel yeah. like we should definitely look into the East Coast phenomenons. Oh, yeah. The East Coast has a lot of haunted shit. It, it really uh-huh. does. Well, and kind like, of like, because it's older. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of Austin and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Philly. Yeah. Philly. Oh, I yeah. believe it. Yeah. I yeah. believe it. But I was watching something in Texas. 
before I came here mm-hmm. about this really haunted jail. Mm-hmm. It's freaking haunted. Really? Yeah. Where in it's Texas? Really haunted. Where about? Uh, it's a little town. I don't know exactly where about. Whereabouts in Texas? Y'all. It's uh, it's like one of the oldest towns out there, though. Oh. Um, I always wanted to try oh, steak shoot. out there. I, I, I don't remember. South? I don't know. Like South Texas? They didn't say. Closer to Mexico? No. No? I don't think so. No? It didn't sound like it. It sounded more like... That would be old. No, they didn't say. Um, It started with a P, I think. Palatine, Palatine, something like that. I don't remember. Well, but I'll look it up it and list. it'll be worth to uh, check it out. I think some people actually live in it now. Really? They live in the jail. In the jail. They're redoing the whole place, but they actually live in a part of it. Uh And then they get, they let ghost people do tours. Really? Ghost investigators. Interesting. Yeah. But they were talking about their own experiences and that was kind of like, and then I was watching this. And why would you live there? Oh, well, I'm asking you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's like <laughs> she's she lives in a house that definitely has a lot of activity yeah. but so i feel like we get some here but not like yours yeah. you're you get a lot yeah you get a lot yeah but it's crazy because i haven't been getting anything on the well it's not crazy i haven't been getting any like my my the microphone on my video well, camera hasn't quiet. Been, yeah hasn't been getting after all after you got it your... used to have a ton of interference remember mm-hmm and now it doesn't. Yeah. Just the outside ones. It got cleared. Yeah. Because that shit isn't allowed in. Can come a knocking, but they can't come in. Yeah. Hopefully we can find some really good stories for the upcoming year. Oh, we will. Oh, you can uh, you can send stories in, you guys. You know? Yeah. If you guys want to hear something that's local to you, wherever you're listening from, send it to us because we want to hear. Like if we can, sometimes we do get sent stuff in like mm-hmm. a yeah. genie I finally did go look at that theater, but I couldn't really find anything. Like Mm. I was looking and looking and looking. Like I could just aside from a few though, I cannot find them. I always say on my Facebook, and I cannot find any of them. Hmm. Real word. Hmm. Real word. But we need to go on some adventures. That should be our goal for Derby twenty 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 two. Definitely. I feel like the podcast basically in the last year and a half kind of took, I mean, of course, we're mm-hmm. recording all the time, but it did, did take kind of a backseat to things. Mm-hmm. But I have a little bit of help now. I have this little angel that came and helped me <laughs> organize a bunch of stuff. So hopefully I can get to the point where editing. And we could take her on our adventures. I'd love that. I know you would. I'll bring the coffee in the mornings. Mm, we're gonna go like, I have that book on ghosts on haunted places in Arizona. Arizona. I do want to go to well, we've already been up to Jerome but we should do it again. Well, we should go find some places that aren't so populated, like some more out of the ordinary. I do want to go places. see that hotel where because they get a lot of stuff there apparently. The Connor? The Gadsden. Oh, right. That we were talking about yeah. last time. That was on like a, Tucson. Uh, where Anything was it? Over there? Douglas. Douglas. Oh, and, but in Tucson, Tucson has a lot yeah. of haunted stuff. Oh, yeah. Ali said there was a place we needed to go in Benson. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot of places in Globe. There's that Globe. jail and stuff. Yeah. And then we need to go to Tombstone. Yeah. Let's do. I feel like we should. That should be on top of our list. We should yeah. make like Tombstone. a 2022 20, bucket list. Mm-hmm. We sh- we need to. We do. We need to you sit down do and do a little vision board for our podcast. I <laughs> would love that. Uh, 
I was telling her that you used to do the the vision board workshops. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before before COVID. Yeah. We I did love it right before COVID, as a matter of fact. I love anything that We were talking about vision brain. boards the other day, actually. They work. Yeah. Affirmations work. I mean, I, I do it. I do that stuff just to see if it works. And then I tell you if it works. And it works. I, I think I need to do some of that. <laughs> to make just it like work. Jeff <laughs> you know no, what? I think works. we all do. I mean, my son's girlfriend, she wrote like a fake check to herself in an amount. And she made that like her first week or her what? first month. I shouldn't say first that's week. I think it was like, like manifestation yeah. at its finest. Yeah. That's I like- could be exaggerating. It could have been longer, but she made it. Mm-hmm. But it's it was a big amount. Yeah. And she made it very quickly. And it was like, Jack should have made it bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. She just bought a fancy schmancy cute car. They bought a house, a townhouse. I mean, they're doing well, but they both have vision boards. They work. <laughs> She's like, I need one. Yeah. All right. I'm dying. I I know because the heater the heater kicked on and it got really hot in here. It's hot. It's, it's hot. hot. My, my, my RSD's been really bad lately, so I get super irritable really quick. She's like, "All right, we're done." Yeah, like I cannot Hello? wait to take off these clothes because they my skin. I'm crawling out of my skin right now. Uh-huh. Mine is my bra. Yeah. My bra is killing me right yeah, now. Yeah, everything like, just clothes on my skin. Mm. Yeah, it's just, I think I don't know if it's the weather. I don't know what it is, but it's hardcore, mm. and all my joints hurt. It sucks. Well, every little thing is gonna be all right. <laughs> don't worry. Did you see her to think about... What am I gonna say? See, look at well. Okay, she every sits little there. Thing. <laughs> She's like, it's gonna meep, be okay. Meep, meep. Hey, all right. <laughs> That's She's hilarious. got me saying that. What did she do? Meet me. No. <laughs> meet me. Oh my when, god. When I'm like hilarious. stuck on something, I'm like, why? I I can uh 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 I can Why can't I think? And she's like, meep. <laughs> and then I'm like, ah, oh, this sucks. And she's like, every little thing is gonna be alright. That was the funniest thing to look over, and I see her mouth moving. Like, what am I gonna say? <laughs> Every little thing is going to be all right. <laughs> oh, my God. You just got to think oh, about it so for adorable. a second. That was hilarious. <laughs> oh hilarious. Hilarious. All right, you guys. We want you guys to have a, a wonderful Christmas, a very happy and safe new year, and we will uh, see you next year. Yeah. Or you'll hear well, us you'll next year. you'll hear us next year. Hi, Mama. Ah. I'm not Carlene. <laughs> I'm Laura. I, I was going to say, I'm She's Laura. Like, I'm, meep. <laughs> I was like, is this my problem right now? <laughs> She's like, do I have to say who I am? Do, is this who should I be? <laughs> That's where I was going with it. Yeah. I was going to give myself a name like, like, oh, Safina or something. Oh. <laughs> like, I really was. I'm happy that you were thinking that. Um, I'm Takesha. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh no, my but my God. name is Laura, and thank you guys for having me tonight. Aww. Thank you for thank joining you. us. Thank you for the idea. Yeah, that was a good one. It really was. It was interesting. I enjoyed it. And All right, guys. We love you. Good night. Good night. Hasta la pasta. <laughs> <laughs> you cracked me up. <laughs>